0: From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and
1: is accessed on wia.org.au. And from downtown Jim Boomer, I'm Graham VK4BB. ACMA have been busy in sending out updates not only on their recent close to $650 million windfall from Spectrum sales, but also with ICT Day. Hosted by the ITU, ICT Day aims to encourage more girls and young women to pursue STEM education and work in STEM careers, engage the community and promote collaboration through partnerships. This year, ACMA celebrated their colleagues who are inspiring the next generation of young women to pursue education and careers in ICT. In the other media release from ACMA, regarding the sales of the 5G or the fifth-generation mobile telecommunications 26 gigahertz spectrum. And remember, 5G will now be on both 26 gigahertz and 3 gigs. 3 gigs will give your mobile a wider airage coverage, where the 26 gig will cover uni campuses, shopping centers, etc., small area footprints, but will give you mind-blowing download speeds. It reeled in $648 million dollars. Doug, VK2XLJ, who also sent national news a copy of the ACMA release, notes that licences won at auction will come into force later this year for a 15-year term ending in 2036.
2: Now, VK2CPR, our Director, Phil, with Board Talk. Following is a report on the ACMA five-year spectrum outlook from our Excellent Spectrum Committee. One of the ways that ACMA determines its work priorities and items is through a rolling five-year program. This program is called the Five-Year Spectrum Outlook, or FYSO for short. Updating every year, the FYSO provides the radio communications industry with a, a view about areas ACMA intends working on for the next 12 months, but also what future issues ACMA is watching. ACMA in March 2021 asked the industry for comments about its proposed 2021 to 2022 work plan and the WIA made a submission. Recently the WIA made a significant response to the ACMA on the licensing review and we look forward to working with ACMA on further developing this area. We also look forward to working with ACMA to address their concerns relating to high power operation. This will be a significant body of work and the WIA is up for the challenge. The WIA is very pleased to see that the following activities in the FYSO significant changes affecting the amateur service. That is, continuing work on the non-assigned amateur service licensing review and a review of arrangements for amateur stations operating at increased transmitter power levels. The other areas of consideration that the WIA is seeking ACMA to put forward, finding a new way for the amateur service to collaborate with ACMA on relevant revisions to the amateur syllabus. Seeking a review of the effectiveness of the amateur service examination system in light of the lack of growth of recently licensed operators in Australia, particularly through 2020 under COVID when compared to other countries. The extension of operating privileges for standard licensees to include access to the 50 to 52 megahertz band review of the defined usage of the 7.1 to the 7.2 megahertz area of the 40 meter band uh, to move it to a primary status for amateur radio operators in vk noting this is the case around the world and consideration of increased frequency agility by amateur operators when dealing with over-the-horizon radar systems than their interference from foreign sources, especially in the high frequency spectrum. The continued development of a vibrant and relevant amateur service in Australia is what the WIA is all about and complements and supports the national STEM agenda. Amateur radio is an area of activity that directly contributes to the development of the citizen, science, technology, IT development and engineering self-education. So cheers for now, N73s. uh, This is Phil, VK2CPR.
0: Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello.
3: Amateur radio has a new census. Colin Butler writing in the ICQ podcast notes... As the amateur radio community grows and evolves, the need to better understand the preferences and expectations of amateur radio operators worldwide becomes increasingly important. Inspired by the new licensees joining the amateur radio ranks and the seasoned ones who continue to believe in its value, hamscensus.org has invited all hams to take part in a unique survey. The project's founders are looking forward to responses from both the United States and the rest of the globe including VKZL. Questions deal with operating preferences, gear, the shack, views on regulations, clubs and associations, and the future of amateur radio. Kilo 3 Mike Romeo India, co-admin of both Ham Census and Ham Community, said, ''We wanted to give operators a louder voice to better inform club leaders, associations, manufacturers and also regulators.'' He continued, We all want the amateur radio community to grow organically and collaboratively, and for that we need to know what operators are thinking. K3MRI and his team are counting on operators, clubs, organisations and even ham-related businesses to spread the word ensuring there's a large sample of respondents of all ages, all interests and all nationalities. Ham Census is in six parts runs year-round, delivering constantly updated results. The only caveat is that though it's absolutely free for all to take and use, only those who complete all six parts of the census have access to the full results. In Region 1 at the recent RSGB AGM, they awarded the Louis Varney Cup for advances in space communications to Dave Crump, Golf 8, Golf Kilo Quebec, who accepted as chair of the British Amateur Television Club. His leadership of the BATC community, both in the UK and overseas, has been instrumental in enabling the QO100 satellite wideband transponder to be fully utilised with many new DATV systems being developed since the launch of the spacecraft. The award acknowledges the exciting and significant contributions made by many members of the BATC, both in terms of software and hardware, The cup is named in honour of R. Louis Varney, Golf 5 Romeo Victor, who invented the world-famous G5RV antenna. He passed away at age 89 in the year 2000. Electronic voting for the 2021 South African Radio League AGM motions have been successfully implemented. Very easy instructions where members were electronically able to vote for each motion with a simple yes or no or abstain. South African amateur radio beacon Zulu Sierra 6 Whiskey Alpha Bravo on 40.675 MHz has been received in Greece. Like some other countries, 40 MHz is an amateur radio band in South Africa. In a report by email, Leonidas Sierra Victor 2 Delta Charlie Delta informs he first heard the beacon on the 19th of April at 1400 UTC and it peaked at 1540 UTC. Leonidas was using an eight element Yagi for fifty megahertz to listen to the beacon at eight meters forty megahertz. World Radio Sport Team Championship twenty twenty two has been postponed for one year. At the WRTC twenty twenty two Association Assembly on april twenty third, the event's organizing committee decided to put off WRTC until twenty twenty three after consulting with the WRTC Sanctioning Committee. WRTC 2022 Organising Committee President Carlo DiMari, Italy Kilo, One Hotel, Juliet Sierra said, In consideration of the worldwide public health challenges from the COVID-19 pandemic, we believe our decision is reasonable. To Region 3, China and Huawei's dystopian new IP plan for 6G. Huawei's plans for 6G and beyond make US concerns over 5G look paltry. Huawei is proposing a fundamental internet redesign which it calls New IP, designed to build intrinsic security into the web. Intrinsic security means that individuals must register to use the internet and authorities can shut off an individual user's internet access at any time. In short, Huawei is looking to integrate China's social credit surveillance and censorship regimes into the internet's architecture. To avoid scrutiny of new IP shortcomings, Huawei has circumvented international standards bodies where experts might challenge the technical shortcomings of the proposal. Instead, Huawei has worked through the United Nations International Telecommunications Union, ITU, where Beijing holds more political sway. In Japan, Panasonic is currently planning a breakthrough in large-scale applications and in private customer business. As Heiss Online reports, Panasonic wants to manufacture chips for street lamps and household appliances that can be networked via power lines. The range of the power line data network should be able to be extended up to 10 kilometres. According to the Japanese plan, one billion chips are to be produced by 2030. Elevators, offices and departments, as well as new sensors, could then be networked without additional cabling. Electricity companies could also use the technology to efficiently read smart electricity meters remotely. From Kurt Meerkotta, Delta Lima 8, Delta Mike Alpha and the Heist Report via Southgate. For WIA National News, in Sydney I'm Jason, BK2LAW.
0: From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. Available on RF and on demand 24-7
4: from the wia.org.au website. Weird and wonderful. I'm John VK4JJW. San Francisco sound engineer accidentally dosed with LSD while cleaning 1960s radio equipment. The synthesizer Elliot Curtis was cleaning was quite popular in the 1960s when LSD-friendly musicians were looking for new sounds. Unbeknownst to him, they left a few remnants behind. According to Daily Mail, KPIX Channel 5 broadcast operations manager Elliot Curtis was merely trying to fix an old synthesizer he found in a cold, dark closet in San Francisco Cal State University when he started feeling, well, different. There had been rumours that 1960s radio operators would dip their fingers in liquid LSD and touch their devices for inspiration. But this had been just that, rumours. That is, until Curtis started to tinker with a Buchler Model 100 literally covered in the drug. After he removed a module to clean crust or crystalline residue that bothered him, the substance seemed to dissolve in his hand and began to alter his perspective. "'I felt like I was tripping on LSD,' said Curtis, who began noticing a weird tingling sensation 45 minutes later. Little did Curtis know that the damp, lightless conditions had provided the perfect environment for the lysergic acid to retain its potency even half a century later. He then tripped for nine straight hours.' Coincidentally, Albert Hoffman, who first synthesised the substance in 1943, accidentally dosed himself with the drug in this manner as well. Now, whether the psychoactive substance was secretly stashed under the machine's module on purpose, or merely forgotten, that's unclear. I'm John VK4JJW.
0: Now, operational news with Felix,
5: VK4FUQ. Hello there. On the air, everywhere. This weekend, 10 is alive with the 1010 International CW Spring Contest May 1 and 2. 1010 members give name plus 1010 number and state, province or country. Non-members give name plus zero plus state, province or country. Pretty obvious that this contest is on 10 metres only. The CQ Worldwide CW WPX Contest May 29 30. The VK Shires June 12 and 13. Winter VHF future field days june 26 twenty seven. Dex window Pride Radio Group are on the air with Specialman call on VI twenty twenty one Pride during midsummer, ending Wednesday, may five. The RAF is flying high to celebrate its one hundred years which took place back on march thirty one. The Royal Australian Air Force call signs are VI one hundred AF March one finishing activity this month on may twenty nine. Then VK one hundred AF march one to thirty one August. GB5LIB Guernsey Amateur Radio Special Event. Members of the Society GARS will activate the special event call sign GB5LIB between May 8th and 14 May, on all modes and bands from 160 to 10 metres. Some satellite operation is likely too, including QO-100. The station will be on the air to celebrate the 76th anniversary of the liberation of the islands in the bulwark of Guernsey. J-W-1-I is the club call sign for the meteorological station on Bear Island, EU-027, Svalbard. The operator is Erling, J-W-Stroke-LB-2-PG, who pg is expected to stay there until the 15th of May. Cue yourself via the Bureau. Members of the Association of Radio Amateur of the Mexican Republic will activate three special call signs to celebrate their club's 61st anniversary. Look for 61 a 62A and 63A to be active until May 16. Activity will be on 160 to 6 metres on all modes and the satellites. Radio Club to Honour Crew of Lost Submarine Colin Butler, writing in the ICQ podcast, tells how a submarine, USS Squalus, sank in the Gulf of Maine on the 23rd of May 1939. 26 of its crew were lost, but, miraculously, 33 others were saved. The main ham radio society will be honouring the Squalus and its crew with the special "Remember the Squalus" event on the amateur radio airwaves on the 82nd anniversary of this tragic accident. That is Sunday, 23 May, using call sign W1S. Antarctica operation. Alexei is active as RI01ANT from Antarctica until month's end, May 30, from Russian Progress in vostok based stations on 40 meters and higher using CW and FT8. QSL via RX-6A Mark W5MED is stationed at McMurdo Station on Ross Island in Antarctica, AN-011, until October. Look for him on 14243kHz SSB and 14070kHz FT8. QSL direct to K7MT and Logbook of the World. Belgian Special prefix. The Belgian Institute for Postal Services and Telecommunications has announced that Belgian radio amateurs and Belgian radio clubs may replace the normal ON prefix in their callsign with the special prefix OS until December 12. This to celebrate the 120th anniversary of the first transatlantic radio transmission on December 12, when Guglielmo Marconi first succeeded in bridging the Atlantic with radio signals. Croatia, 9A Members of the Croatian Flora Fauna ARC are QRV with special event call 9A10FF during all of 2021 to celebrate the club's 10th anniversary. QSL via 9A2MF. Portugal CT CQ750RSI through 2021 commemorates the 750th anniversary of the birth of Elizabeth of Aragon, the Queen Consort of Portugal and the patron saint of their city of Coimbra. QSL to home call. C-T-7-A-Q-D Argentina Special Event Station L-21-RCA is QIV during all 2021 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the IAAU Member Society, Radio Club Argentino, QSL4-4-AA Poland Special Event Stations sn 0 sp and sn 100 sp are QIV until February 5, 2022 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Association of the Voluntary Fire Brigades of the Republic of Poland. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, vk 4 fuq Kewenningham.
6: This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au.
1: Wallace Weatherin writing in May QST, Frank Donovan, W3LPL, says the long anticipated significant increase in solar cycle 25 activity may have begun on April 19. Watch this sky. Now, in books worth taking down from the shelf, The Board of Directors of the Yasme Foundation is pleased to announce the release of Danny Wheel, a dreamer of distant lands who took amateur radio on the trip of a lifetime. It's written by Marty Lane, OH2BH. Now, this book is also available for the first time as a free downloadable PDF. You know what to do. You go to wia.org.au. This is the home service
0: of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, Special Interest Group News with Col, VK3GTV.
6: Hello and welcome to the segment. First up, it's worldwide special interest groups, police. To celebrate the 40th anniversary of the International Police Association Radio Club, IPARC, of Switzerland, look for special event station, HB40 Police, to be active until December 31st, on 160 through two 6 metres. Worldwide Special Interest Group's final frontier. Goodbyes aren't always easy, but when you're an astronaut on the International Space Station, having one or two more QSOs with students at schools around the world makes the Earthbound journey seem that much more real. WIA News Editor Graham Kemp, VK4BB, Brings us the story he's filed for Amateur Radio Newsline.
1: As ISS astronaut Shannon Walker, KD5DXB, prepared for her return to Earth with her crewmates aboard the Crew Dragon spacecraft, she still had some unfinished business. CUSO's with students in Australia on Monday, April 26, aided by the ARIS Relay Amateur Radio Ground Station, IK-1 SLD in Italy. Just hours after her crewmate Victor Glover, KI5BKC had an earlier QSO with students at St. Scholastic's College in New South Wales, VK2. Shannon was using the call sign OR4ISS as she took the mic to chat to youngsters at St. Margaret's School and Berwick Grammar School in Melbourne. There were the usual questions about food, gravity, temperature, space junk and science experiments on board but one question in particular reflected the global excitement over recent space exploration and future flights to Mars. Even as Shannon was preparing for her return to planet Earth, she was already being questioned about whether she might like to return to space and this time make it all the way to Mars as part of a flight crew. Shannon said that her heart was certainly in it, but the trip is still a long way off. She replied, and I quote, I wouldn't mind going, but I'm afraid by the time we get to Mars, I will already be a retired astronaut, end quote. With feet planted firmly on planet Earth, for Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB.
6: Thanks, Graham. On to Worldwide Special Interest Group's military. The US Department of Defence will again host this year's Armed Forces Day crossband test in the USA Friday and Saturday, May 7 and 8, in recognition of Armed Forces Day on May 15. The event is open to all radio amateurs, and for more than 50 years, military and amateur stations have taken part in this exercise designed to include amateur radio and government radio operators alike. The AFD crossband test is a unique opportunity to test two way communications between military and amateur radio stations as authorized under FCC Part 97 rules. These tests provide opportunities and challenges for radio operators to demonstrate individual technical skills in a tightly controlled exercise in which military stations will transmit on selected military frequencies and will announce the specific amateur radio frequencies being monitored. The schedule of military-slash-government stations taking part in the Armed Forces Day crossband test and information on the FD message is available on the MARS website. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers Clive, VK6CSW, joins us now from the RAOTC with a reminder tomorrow, Monday, is also the first Monday of the month and time for the Radio Amateur Old Timers Club of Australia's May Bulletin to go to air.
7: As usual, we'll have all the latest club news, followed by three interesting items, namely an Australian-built electric utility vehicle, an article from Ken Morgan BK3CEK on Resonance, and a science history article on Joan Eleanor, the woman who never was. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to listen to the program and to join in the callbacks afterwards. The monthly RAOTC Bulletin is transmitted on a wide range of frequencies and modes, including UHF and VHF-FM, HFSSB, D-Star, Digital Mobile Radio and Echolink. But full details of all transmissions, times and modes can be found on the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au or simply Google RAOTC Broadcasts. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the RAOTC website. If you do listen this way, a brief feedback comment would be appreciated. Members and friends of the RAOTC in Perth are reminded that the next lunchtime meeting at the Bayswater Hotel is on Tuesday, May the 11th, and you'll be pleased to know that the buffet is back on. Once again, tune in tomorrow for the May RAOTC Bulletin, and don't forget to join in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW.
6: Thanks, Clive. Now it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. An eight-year-old Cub Scout from Montour County in the US state of Pennsylvania has become the youngest licensed ham radio operator in the county, claiming the title away from his friend who claimed it last year, Vincent Kaler, A third grade student at Liberty Valley Intermediate School earlier last month passed his FCC Amateur Radio Operator Technician License Certificate exam, pulling the milestone away from Abby Smith. Vincent and Abby, who was 11 in February 2020 when she became the youngest, are friends from their time together in Cub Scouts Pack 30, and he'll join her in Boy Scout troop 4077 once he's old enough and has completed the rest of his Cub Scout years. Vincent said he loves how you can basically talk to anyone in the world. Vincent aspires to be a spacecraft designer and astronaut at NASA when he grows up. Our congratulations to you, Vincent. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescued Radio, AWRL, and the American Red Cross have renewed their long-standing Memorandum of Understanding for another five years. The MOU spells out how AWRL and the American Red Cross will work cooperatively during the disaster response. It calls on both parties to maintain open lines of communication and to share information, situation and operation reports as allowed to maintain confidentiality. AWRL and the American Red Cross will also encourage their respective units to discuss local disaster response and relief plans. The Red Cross will encourage regions or chapters to participate in AWRL field days, the simulated emergency and other emergency exercises. And that's the latest worldwide special interest group news. I'll have more next week. Hope you can join me then. I'm Col, VK3GTV.
1: 2021 social scene. And we're quite social this week. VK3, the Moorabbin Hamfest happens May 8. VK3GL joins me. Hamfest 2021. This is a reminder the Moorabbin District
6: Amateur Radio Club Hamfest will be held on Saturday the 8th of May with doors open at 10 a.m. In line with running a COVID-safe event, this year's event will be held at a new venue, the Kingston City Hall, located at the corner of Nepean Highway and South Road, Moorabbin. Now, we're expecting a bumper crowd on the day and recommend arriving early. Underground parking is available on site and there's plenty of additional parking on the west side of Nepean Highway. The Meroban Radio Club's Hamfest is proud to be Victoria's biggest with displays and sales of new and pre-loved equipment. Trader bookings are available online at www.mdrc.org.au
1: 73, this is Graham, VK3GL. Yes, Graham, it certainly is a must-see, must-come event. VK2 and from Germany, Ed Durant, VK2JI.
7: Hey, 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 it's the CCARC Mayhem on Sunday the 30th of May. You've saved the date. Now get excited. Mayhem is nearly here. Make a weekend of it with Foxham on Saturday afternoon. Meet the hams in the evening and then on to a full day of Mayhem on Sunday. All the fun of Wyong will still be happening while making sure we are all COVID safe. There will be traders showing their wares, the car boot sales where you can find a bargain, lectures to tune your mental alertness and the raffle for a chance to win a great prize. If you like a nice brown beverage, try a cold brown ale at the bar overlooking the racecourse. course, a frothy cappuccino from the van, a hot coffee in the bistro, or a freebie tea or coffee with a biscuit up on the top level. For the CCARC Mayhem at Wyong, this was Ed,
1: VK2JI. So get along and catch up with all your hammates. It's shaping up to be yet another great CCARC event. Check out the CCARC website for more information. Also in VK2, the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club Field Day. The 45th annual field day will be held at the Warhope Showground Saturday and Sunday, 12 and 13 of June. Now in all states and territories except Queensland and West Australia, June 12 and 13 is a long weekend for the Queen's birthday. There'll be all the usual field day activities, including fox hunting and a homebrew display. The field day dinner will be held at the Port Macquarie Golf Club this Saturday night. 2021 marks the 50th anniversary of the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club. So mark your calendar now for VK2's June long weekend. The Warhope showground permits camping, so it is possible to stay on site in your own motorhome, caravan or tent with power and amenities. Also on that state's long weekend, also celebrated in South Australia, is the CERG Convention, Mount Gambier, June 12 and 13, and the Rosebud Radio Fest in VK3 by Spark happens at 9.30am, November 14. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly
0: news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.